Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Stronghold. As always, I'm your dungeon master and host, Sean, and before we get started, I'm going to take a moment to remind you of what's happened previously on the show. Last week on Stronghold, our heroes continued to explore the giant's longhouse, while the players themselves mostly focused on making Sean's life difficult. For the most part, these efforts were aimed at the large carven standing stone near the front of the hall, which seems to be the focal point for the enormous amount of magical energy which fills the area, to such an extent that Freddy and Draman can hardly approach it without getting a headache. Now, angry at the stone for hurting them and aware that it is simply too large to move, our band of adventurers plan to try and break it. have to do something with this rock so we That's come up I'm... with the idea to break the rock but i think that we should scout the house a little more to see if we can come up with any kind of schedule or anything that the the giant or anybody that lives here is on so we don't interact with any of them we gotta try something with a rock right this second right this second how about we just try to break it then <clears throat> I want to try and find out more about the rock. How yeah, well, are you going to do that? My head splits every time I look at that. Yeah, thing. it's like, but we so, can't, we can't read any of their language. There's no words on this. Yeah, I want to make that when abundantly I'm, clear. I'm, there are no words on this. I'm not talking about like reading the rock. I'm not okay. I'm saying we can't read any of the documents that are around us because we don't understand the language. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like we don't understand any of the language. We can't ask the giant because he's just going to kill us. So does do you do you get do I get the headache even when I have my eyes closed next to it? Is it like unbearable? From, no, it's certainly not unbearable. You still haven't left the wallway. Okay. So you looked at it a little bit, and it's just a dull ache. You feel like mildly dehydrated. That kind of headache. All right. Um, how about if I were to go, if I walk towards it a little bit? It gets worse, and you're. Creeping across this this balcony area and feeling crummier the closer you get to the big rock. Uh, I'm going to keep getting closer to it. Okay. Uh, the pattern continues until you are not immediately above it, but as close to it as you can get on the balcony. Maybe 20 feet away distance-wise and 10 feet above the very top of the standing stone. I'm still so mad that I can't stack reduce yeah so we can't take our pocket rock with us i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> we can try to break it um but we just leave it alone look get what we came here for like find the items and just leave no this thing is messing me up all right i want it done then if you're far Go away on. if you're away from it does it mess you up i am a little concerned of what's going to happen if we do damage it and it like is it going to let everything go? Like what? Is is it holding some magic together that's then going to... I mean, there's only one way to find out if you guys really want to break it. I, I don't know that I really want to break it. I can't be close to it, so you'd have to do it, Thomas. What about if you enlarged us? I could enlarge you. But I would need Draman's help to do this. Draman, how bad does your head hurt getting close to that thing? It's not great. It's not great. I just need someone's help to help me. Because I'm thinking we can take one of the benches, just kind of like levered up like a pry bar to try to move it. I don't know. I think that would just knock it over. Do you think it would break it? I mean, it looks heavy enough. Anyone got a pickaxe? No. Is there a pickaxe in the room? Not that you have seen. Uh, there are other tools. You've seen hammers, tongs. Saws, those sorts of things. Smaller hand tools. What's your mining level? Yeah. All right, so we're... Uh, uh, I don't know if we should try and... You were the one that just said we should do something. Uh, we should do something. I'm really close. Maybe somebody should go touch it first. Thomas? You know it's on the ground floor, right? Mm-hmm. Remember down. those dogs? 
I don't. I was wondering when someone was going to remember them. You're talking about like going down and hitting yeah. them with pickaxes and leaving them with benches. So remember the giant like, there's, that's there's down there. Stuff here. Yeah. Remember that alone. giant frost giant that we're trying not to pick a fight with. Yeah, you should go see if he's down there. No. Go plug his nose with Mike and Ike's. Where'd you get Mike and Ike's? It's Mike a guy named Ike. Mike and a guy named Ike. <laughs> yeah, that's what I <laughs> just been, said. They've been following Mike along and Ike. the entire time. They carry They're actually, stuff. yeah, they're our henchmen. We haven't found the airship. I don't want to go touch the pillar because I don't want to get found out by the dogs. All right, or let's go try on. looking for this box then. So you're still up right now. You're in the wallway again, but you are close to that room with the various tables, which according to Thomas's description, it sounds like a planning room of sorts. Like this is where they sit and plot their conquest of worlds. Do you guys want to chill in the the wall? But I mean, I already looked at everything that, mm-hmm. and there wasn't anything there. You didn't see any of the objects, no. The you didn't yeah. see the hand axe. You didn't see the box. You didn't see the cloak trimmed with fur. Yeah, but you could have found something. We'll just leave it for now. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll take another look. I'll take a more in-depth look, and I'll take my time doing it. Okay. Take another gonda. Uh, investigation check, please. I really should not be the one doing these rolls. Well, you're hey, the only one sneaky enough to, to get up there. I'm rolling to investigate. I'll, uh, <laughs> fine, we'll all go with you, and we'll all help yeah. you. Search party. Okay. What'd you get? Seven. You get advantage. Oh. Seven. <laughs> I told you, I'm not the one that should I'll, be doing I'll this. I'll investigate also. I'm not going to help him. He'll get disadvantage. A five. Let me try. Okay. <laughs> you going to do anything first? Like cast guidance? I guess I could try. Yeah, I'll try and cast guidance. 24. You feel sharp and focused on the task at hand. So your voice like, hey, you, check that cabinet over there. You didn't play Ocarina of Time, but when you passed something important, Navi would go float above it. It's a little bit like that. Ah, okay. Hey, you, <laughs> listen. So where is the... Just roll the dice. Yeah, where's Navi? <laughs> yeah, where... Where's Navi? <laughs> roll the dice. Ooh, this is 17. All right. It takes the three of you combined a... <laughs> real like you're searching back and you're searching forth and back and forth and crisscrossing the rooms and going underneath all the tables and climbing on top of this one and that and you look out the window and you see the courtyard of the the palace grounds that you had crossed initially and you see the sea of clouds in every direction through which you can just barely perceive the vague forms of mountains But after a good amount of time, the three of you conclude as a group that the objects, the hand axe, the furred cloak, and the box are not in this room, whatever it is. However, you feel certain, a weird, unsubstantiated, there's no evidence for this, but you have a strong hunch that you have found the correct table. Just the way it is, the way the light from the window falls on it, because it is right next to the window. You feel like you found the right table. And though in the vision that the bird sang to you was dim around the edges and dim in all the other details, it still just feels right. Do you guys think that we should... What was the giant wearing? Does anyone remember? No. You didn't get a great look at his clothing. I wonder if... We have to find those things and bring them back to this table? Or if we wait around, the giant will bring those things yeah, to Yeah, maybe this that was table. a vision of the future. Or the, he, he's the one that wears them and carries them. And, and he leaves this is, them here. This is just where he was resting them when they found out the items. So should we like camp out here to see if they show up? Or... I think we should camp out here in the little wall. Yeah, let's and do that. And see if anybody comes around this table. Yeah, and Thomas, we can try to see if we can sneak down and grab some food from the the feast yeah. hall. And we should have enough rations; it will be fine, even if we don't. 
All right. So, what is the official plan? We're going to make a fire in the wallway. We're making a fire? Yeah, we're going to cook our frozen food. To be be ultra super clear about this, the the wallways are paneled with wood, and the ceiling is about five feet high. Yeah. So you will murder yourselves. And Thomas is not aware of what carbon monoxide (laughs) is. If we crack open a door, we let all the smoke out. Then they'll know that we're here. We send smoke signals so just the doorway. For a second, play this out. Play this out. You've got in your house imagine, tiny hallways in the, in the floorboards imagine, for some reason. Whatever, it's there. I'm just imagining Tom and Jerry just smoke signals coming. Out. And there's a uh, tiny doors there, and for whatever reason, you don't notice them most of the time, or you know, it doesn't really matter. Or you've never seen them. You walk by them every day. You walk into a room one day, and there <laughs> it is... It smells like cooked fish and smoke. <laughs> literal smoke coming out of one of them. You're and oblivious the, to that? And the smell of burning wood, because the rest of the tunnel is <laughs> yes, on yes. fire. Right, we just take the part of the wall to burn the wood. Sure, right. We keep okay. the fire going. Okay, okay. okay. So it's we're a, not doing that. It's a sound plan in my mind. I will not be staying in Thomas's <laughs> house anytime in the near future, because no apparently... Fire. It could burn down. Just any, any moment. Yeah, he's. it is burning down all the time, and he's yeah. not aware of it. So no fire. Okay. So, But you're, you're laying out your bedrolls. It's a narrow passageway, five feet across. So it's tight. You're laying down your bedrolls in a line. But home sweet home, am I right? And I, I, I think uh, while we're doing this, we want to set it up in such a way that we're we're on like surveillance so we're in here for the long haul mm-hmm. checking out that room we should is there any corners near this room not at this door how um, far is the closest corner the closest corner would be probably in the area of 200 feet further down from you where the wallway ends and there's another door on the right before, maybe we can before we a... start this, though, I'm going to take the map and shove it into the wallway. The map is like 30 feet wide. Yeah, I fold it up real tight. And 50 feet long, I made up. out of material that is yeah. one inch thick. Yeah. Thomas, it weighs you're not so much that. more than you. Thomas Strong. Thomas Strong. Thomas Strong boy. Thomas Strong. 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 Thomas Strong. No. You yeah. you can you can go and tug I and pull just, and yeah I can just push it off the table. He catches it on fire. I can just parachute <laughs> down with it. What? <laughs> tell me what you're trying to do, and I will tell you the rolls you have to make to see if it happens. Tell me what you're trying to do, and I'll tell you why it doesn't work. I'm gonna shove it into the wallway. You gotta break it down. I cast smaller... reduce three times on the map. You gotta you gotta break it down into smaller. So you go up there, you climb up. I won't even make you roll for that. You get up, you're on the thing. I'm gonna fold it. All right, make me a strength check. Fifteen. Um, you try to pull the parchment up, and you do. You get a big section of it up, like one of those parachutes from gym class when you're a kid. But now you're you're stuck there, and your arms are up, and it's really heavy, even though you only have like a small corner of it up in there above you. And <laughs> Thomas, not what are you strong. doing now? All right, so I'm gonna squat down a little bit, okay, and then spring up to try to like push it more. Okay, go ahead and give me another strength check. Nineteen. All right, you squat down and you are able to throw it over so that it flops over a bit. But then the natural <laughs> tendency of paper that has been pulled over just a little bit is to spring back, right? So make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> You're going to die from, from a, a map. map. 11. <laughs> you got map smacked. Oh, Eat map, son. <laughs> I've never seen so <laughs> You're going to hear it. All right. Uh, the map <laughs> unfurls itself very surprisingly quick for how large it is and it smacks you 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 try to get out of the way you try to jump out 
but it does catch like the lower half of your body and specifically your right leg and it does five damage to you <laughs> nothing's broken but it does hurt nothing's broken but you are the only person <laughs> in our universe to have ever taken map force damage it's like a jack in a box it's like you just hear I mean, just hear a yelp <laughs> from on the table now the dogs come up and eat you <laughs> What a way to die. Uh, <laughs> Trapped under a, a map. map. <laughs> All right, make a map saving throw. So what I'm are you going to do? Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's You read my mind. All right, just we're going to skip straight to the dexterity saving throw. Come on, he could crit this. 18. All right, you managed to get out from underneath. Drowman, do you have a flint and steel? Um. So, so I'm not on the table. I'm not on the table. I'm no, down I'm like, at I'm the like door. I'm looking over at you, going, "Hey, Drummond." And I'm making like mind motions, like flint and steel, and they're like maybe. No, uh, for what? <laughs> I'm like, I need a flint and steel, and I'm like, I'm miming at you. Oh, put on the activate oh, yeah. the necklace. No, like, I'm gonna point to the necklace. Yeah. So I need a flint and steel drawman. Oh, no. <laughs> oh wait, no. I think I have one in my bag. Let me check. Let me see your character sheet. <laughs> it better be on there. I don't even think I have one. I I do. I specifically took one. Oh, I have a tinder box. I don't have a flint and steel. Tinder box should have yeah. everything you need. I should have one in my bag because I have the same what basic. What bag do kit. you have? The same one as you. The Explorer pack? Yeah. Yeah, you have I just one. didn't write everything down because I didn't want to bother to look it up. Yeah. You have a tinderbox then? All right. That's all right. Never mind. I got one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing you've signed during this, this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to yeah. die. All right. I'm going to set fire to the map. Please don't. <laughs> Hang loose, bruh. So this, at the end of the day, is still a hide base product that is an inch thick. So go ahead and try and set on fire. A uh, survival check? Let's go with that. <laughs> it's going to be good. No. That's a 19. All right. The edge does start to smolder. All right. Then I'm going to kind of like keep fanning it gently to get the flame bigger. And the flame, slowly, it, it's a fine line between smolder, <laughs> like, keeping it going and making bigger how versus... Far, how far away? Just a second. He gets to finish his dumb, dumb action. So, uh, it's a fine line between keeping it going and making it bigger versus uh, putting it out altogether. But you're able to right. uh, walk that line. And it does. This smoldering section spreads. And never does it really get, you know, does gonna, it burst into open flames. I'm going to get some tinder out of my tinder box. Okay. And try to catch that on fire, too, to help, like, underneath it to try to uh, spread the fire. It does it. And it does start spreading the fire. How far away from me is he? Um, Let me burn the map. No. He's probably Let me burn the map. <laughs> 200 feet away from you. Two, eh. 175. How far uh, off the ground is the table? It would be around 12 or 15 feet off the ground. I run over to the bottom of the table. Okay. That took, uh, what, 12, 18 seconds, something like that. Not too much. Uh, make a climb check to get nope, up. I'm staying at the bottom of the table. Okay. I would like to cast Create Water <laughs> over his shenanigans. Okay. Um, what does that look like? Uh, um... So if I'm creating, alternatively, the water falls as rain in a 30-foot cube within range, extinguishing exposed flames in the area. Okay. So, so you're I, making it rain? Yes. Um, Indoors. No. Uh, you make it rain, and it rains torrentially in this 30-foot area all around you. And oh, I don't have to do Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, it rains torrentially. <laughs> and as it rains, it turns to snow immediately. Uh, because it's so cold up here, and your fire is starting to be buried under snow, and it's so close to going out. I'm gonna start making like I'm gonna start sh pushing snow off onto Drummond. 
All right. Unfortunately, by pushing snow off onto Draman, your focus is taken away momentarily yeah. from the flame, and it is buried underneath the rest of the snow. How much of the map did I get? An inconsequential amount when you consider it's made for giants. I hate you, Draman. What did you think was going to happen? I wanted to burn the map. What do you think was going to happen when the giant found out? Thomas, come down here. Well, I mean, and snow indoors isn't another thing that he's going to find out? I mean, he lives in a pretty snowy place, and there's a difference between... And he already had a dead much, cat on his... Much later. And he had a dead, half-skinned animal that was his I pet? I mean, look, y'all have been suspicious as hell, I'm not gonna lie, but... <laughs> but, but smelling smoke is a very active response kind of thing, whereas everything else is just vermin tracks. I'm gonna be standing in the doorway, motioning hand signals. What are you saying with your hand to signals? To them. Saying, guys, get your butt over here now. I stroll back over there. I'm ignoring him. That's fine. So what are you doing now? I'm scooping snow off of the map. Are you going to start? You used all your tinder, just by the way. You used your tinder. That is. But there's a lot of chairs around. There are enormous chairs. I can just use my uh, axe and chop off some this tinder. (laughs) (laughs) Can I cast? Okay, yes. You you do that. Fine. fine. All the way back. I, I I go into the wallway. Thank you. No, 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 keep doing it. Uh, I would like to try an improv cast Mind Spike. <laughs> I'm going to cast... What does that do? Uh, it's, a, it's a Mind Flayer. It's just like psychic damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, That's probably you. not going to be effective. <laughs> His eight intelligence? Whoa, what was that? Like, I felt a, a tingle. You got a headache going on. I'm like, it's guess what? <laughs> I must be doing real good at this burning stuff. <laughs> So, uh, do you want to continue trying no, to reveal no, yourselves no, to the giant just, so that he murders you all? I burned a spell slot on that. Okay. Well, if you just let me burn the map. <laughs> no! I'm going to... My internal door of the Explorer would not let that happen. I'm no, constantly real... signing because I'm not trying to make any more noise after what you guys were doing. We didn't make any noise. It was pretty quiet, actually. Snow doesn't make a lot of noise. Although there's okay, a bunch of well, there's like I am now like signing because I don't know if anything smelled the smoke of the fire coming up there. Okay. I mean, it wasn't a lot of smoke. It wasn't it was a lot en- of smoke. It was enough. Anyway, so you're signing. And I'm signing. Motioning for you guys to be quiet, to stop fighting, to follow me down the passageway to the corner. Okay. Yeah, I follow. Okay. Get there. We set up our beds, our bed rolls. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna? Yeah, we're just gonna take all of our rations, pull them together, and try to last as long as we can out here, and just take turns walking down to that room to check the table. I think probably. actually, uh, when you get down to the corner, you find that this door leads into the same room, and if anything, has an even better view onto the table, which you're pretty sure is the right table. Nice. Um, you're looking down now along the. Uh, let's call it the southern wall, the wall with the big window in it. And the table that you're looking for is very close to that window. Perfect. Well, even better. Uh, to, to go down there, if we do kind of camp out and we want to go look for uh, supplies, um, I can enhance ability, uh, Sneaky McSneaker face over here. And he can go down go there. Go get us food. See if he can get some food. And we that could just not frozen. We could just keep our fingers crossed that he's not going to take that opportunity to mess up everything he encounters <laughs> on the way down. There. Like those giant dogs. I, we just gotta really hope. Because we're not coming Dude. back after you, Thomas. You Actually, that's pro- I'd probably you still know what come I just thought you. of. I got a pretty high animal handling. Not that high. <laughs> He comes back riding one of the dogs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested to see you try. So, uh, we're setting up camp, and it's a simple affair to set up. Just a few bedrolls. Does a frost giant count as an animal? No. He's going to ride a frost giant. And uh, What's it called? Um, Like what they have on elephants? A howda. A howda, yeah. Put a howda on the frost giant. Why do you know (laughs) what an (laughs) elephant saddle is called? Well, because they also use them on camels, too. Why do you know that? It's going to look like the thing off of Lord of the Rings where they were riding those giant... Yeah, the olifant. What's on top of them? That's just a howda. Yeah. Uh, You set up your camp, and you set to standing watch over the table. And 
Time passes, and I will let you occupy yourselves in various ways. We don't have to get really into the dice rolling of it. Do we um, have dice? Can we gamble? Ask Thomas. Do we have dice? <laughs> I mean, so Freddy. <laughs> All right, oh and so uh, do the we days... have cards? Yes, you have cards. <laughs> he Thomas specifically introduced himself as a gambling ring runner in episode one. So. So he's you got, got cards, all this you stuff. got dice, you got a mini unfolding roulette table. Guarantee <laughs> you got the pachinko machine. All of them are loaded. <laughs> Thomas mean, does not play with fair dice. It's, I, a, it's <laughs> like you you're talking about it's like, yeah, do you want to play some cards? And Tom's like, sure, what are we betting on? <laughs> Nothing. I bet this card is a seven of hearts. Bet. Pulls a seven of hearts out. It's seven hearts. But this one is also a seven of hearts now. <laughs> <laughs> then your deck is wrong. Whoa. You, you never introduced it as a fair deck. Yeah, You true. just assumed. Yeah. Actually, the whole deck is seven hearts. Yeah, anyway. it's called a seven of hearts deck, yeah. dummy. That's why I can just keep saying how much you want to bet this is going to be seven of hearts. Always win. It goes through all 52 cards. No, it's just every three. 60. Why every, not? every three cards, it's not a seven of hearts. Uh, just the me. That seems arbitrary <laughs> enough. Why not? Well, no, Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Well, no, that Double way. Because he's actually a king. Just by like the third... By the Space. third time, people are going to go, yeah, that's not that's going to be a seven of hearts. They pull up the third card, and it's not seven of hearts. Right, okay, I still win. Like, how okay. much do you want to bet that this is seven of hearts? And they're like, sure, I'll take that bet. Nope. Yep. Anyway, so you can bet. You can gamble uh, between yourselves. Um, and you do so with mixed results for everyone. I'm not part of this. <laughs> All right, you don't. Um, Freddie, you lose a lot of your... Your addo based coinage, and you feel very bad about it. I don't you have already, any money left. Yeah, you already had suspicious. like daddy deep pockets over <laughs> here, and now he's got all your money. Well, I didn't have any money to begin with. Okay, are we gonna I sneak, take all your pennies? Are we gonna sneak down there and try and look for supplies yes. while we're camping? Well, could out? we still do that and consider it a long rest? Th- this is the level up break, right? Everyone tell me one thing that you're doing. I'm gonna sneak down to steal some food. All right, you get to the balcony, Thomas, and on your on your quest for more foodstuffs, you see that the great fire, while it is lit, it is not it's not a huge roaring bonfire. This is just lit for some minimal warmth. And you see next to it on one side are three dogs laying in a pile in the warmth of the fire. And further down at the far end of the great hall. Under what you know is to be the master bedroom, you see the dim form of the frost giant pacing around. But what you don't see any of is food. There is nothing currently cooking on the spit nor around it. And you realize that over the two days now that you've been in this place, you have not seen or heard or smelt the cooking of food. I'm going to go back to where the group is in our hidey hole. Mm-hmm. Hey, Draman. What's up? I need to borrow your rope and grappling hook. Nope. It's to get us food. Nope. I need it. I don't believe you. I promise. Inside check. Okay. Right. Um, Colin roll deception. I'm not trying to deceive him. I really want his grappling hook and rope. Yeah, but you said it's for food and that. Well, when, when the food comes. I'm going to. So he's trying to see. Not do you want the. He knows. Obviously, <laughs> you want the grappling hook. Yeah. Right? Do I want it? Oh, just kidding. Here you go. Have it back. Um, he wants to know, is this for legitimate purposes? Or yeah, it's is- for a legitimate purpose. Like he, Thomas honestly isn't trying to do it for anything like devious. Okay, inside check that. You can't <laughs> inside check a player. <laughs> like he, he isn't trying to do it to actually harm But you're anything. still deceiving him saying that it's for food. But if he believes it's for food, that's what he's insight checking. So what he's he's trying to find out, does Thomas believe it's for food? All right, yeah. But Thomas does believe it's for food because he's going to sit there and wait for food. Then he's going to go Mission Impossible to grab it. Okay, that's fine. So you don't have to roll a deception check. Uh, roll your insight check. He hasn't said the whole plan yet. Uh, 18. What did you think was the case before you rolled? Uh, that he's absolutely lying. You believe he is absolutely lying. No. You're just going to take it, and you're going to go do something stupid, and they're going to show back up, and you're going to have, I don't know, a piece of the cat on it or something. <laughs> Look, 
my whole plan is like they aren't cooking food. They actually it hasn't looked like they've used the table in like the two days we've been here. My plan is I'm gonna sit out or there. Or they just have very good cleaning ladies. Freddy. Now part of this conversation. So um, my plan is I want to sit I mean, up. You're like, five feet away. <laughs> you can be part of this conversation if you want. Freddie, go to the other side. <laughs> yeah. Go oh, to Freddy. the other side of the Freddy. corner. Freddie, turn around. <laughs> go to the other side of the studio apartment. Turn around, Freddie. This isn't your conversation. <laughs> yeah. She's so my plan is I want to sit up there and wait, and then once they're earning some food and they've eaten everything, then I can go down and get the scraps. I, d- I, don't, like, I don't believe you. I do not believe you. All right, then I'll just go throw myself off the cliff then <laughs> to go get it. Go for it. So this second floor is 55, 60 feet off the ground, just so you know. And like I said, you it have, has railing posts every so often around which a rope could be tied. You have your rope. Yeah, but I don't have the grappling hook. Yeah. Why do you need the grappling hook? You what? can tie it yeah. around... A post. Yeah. Thomas just wants the grappling hook because it looks cool. But it's a grappling hook. Why didn't you take one then? Hmm? Why didn't you get a grappling hook? Because I had to make room for bear traps. <laughs> Accurate. All right. Uh, drama. Not wrong. What are you going to do? Um, I am going to spend my... T- how, how no, much? no, no. How are you responding to this situation? we got to oh. wrap this situation. I don't <laughs> believe him at all. Uh, and I'm definitely okay. not giving him the grappling hook. Or... So I just rolled an inside check and I don't believe you, so I can't not I can't immediately believe right, you. I'm gonna try to convince him then to give me the grappling hook. All right, with that ten charisma. Yeah. Uh, persuasion. What am I rolling against that? I don't have. Actually, I do have a persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. Six. <laughs> no, you. Like, come on, Draman. Just give me the grappling hook. <laughs> just give me it's the been... grappling hook, Draman. All right, so just give just, it to me. Just to set this scene. It's been 15 minutes, and they're already starting to claw at each other and stir craziness. <laughs> yeah. Guys, just give sorry. me Stop. the grappling hook, and everything will be fine. Thomas. Mom, he's Stop. got the grappling hook, and I want it. <laughs> Make him give it to me. Guys, chill. You're going to cut the grappling hook in half. I'm going to burn the grappling hook. I'd like to see you try. That this <laughs> Thomas, <laughs> I want that. Out. I'm going to set it on fire. Okay. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Bet. All right. Is there anything else you're doing during uh, this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Draman, what's up with you? Um. So how long of a period of time am I filling right now? The first day passes. Okay. And so you're super bored. So if we're hanging out here and we have a considerable amount of time, I'm going to spend my time experimenting with where in this whole location uh, my magic feels the strongest. So you go up and down the hallways. You go into all the different rooms you can find. You even go downstairs at one point and into the rooms down there. Everywhere. You feel this superior connection no matter where you go in the Great Hall. And if you go outside, you feel it out there too. And doesn't feel stronger in one direction. No, you're not getting a... There's no gradient around here. This is just a zone of connection. I spend... A whole lot of time praying then. Because I, this is, this It is, fills you with great internal peace. I got a lot of stuff to talk to David Bowie God about. Uh, their name is Lulier. <laughs> David Bowie God. <laughs> uh, Lulier, the middle God, is completely and perfectly androgynous. So I spend a lot of time praying to the three gods uh, okay. because I got a lot to talk to them about. And I'm ecstatic. You spend a lot of time praying. And during one of your watches late at night, you're up, you're alone, both of them are asleep, and you're looking down the hallway, and you hear behind you, quite suddenly, a voice. And it says, Draman, what are you doing here? What? I, I spin around. And there is a woman with dark hair and darkish skin, and... You recognize her as Ein, the the first god, in the way that she was depicted in the temple of your childhood town. She looks like that first statue that you had ever seen of the three gods. Have I ever witnessed a a physical manifestation of a god before? No. No one has. Absolutely lose my mind what does that look like i drop to the ground it's fangirling uh in in um 
drop to the ground in reverence, I guess. Dramen, how did you even get here? Get up off of the ground. Oh, I'm definitely I'm, not getting up. I'm, I'm, I'm staying down there in reverence. It's I so can't. good to see you. Come here. I can't. Mm -mm, nope. Dramen. I can't. Uh, don't, you, Dramen, don't be silly. Uh, mm, <laughs> a, a literal physical manifestation of my God just told me to stop being silly. Dramen. My, br my brain is exploding out of my ears. We were really worried about you. Who's, who's we? Me and Lilier and Yudar. You. Ah! I'm gonna run around the corner and make no, sure that you're sleeping. I'm pretty sure that scream woke us all up. Oh, that's no, a turtle. it doesn't. It was, turtle. Oh, it's it was because a... of Jesus. <laughs> it, was, it was a mind because scream of, because of the gods. They continue to be asleep. <laughs> uh, I. By the way, she's just sitting cross-legged, like on your bedroll. Behind I you. literally cannot comprehend what is happening right now. Nothing I say is going to be coherent. We've been looking for you for weeks, uh, like a month or something. How did you get here? Uh, no. What? Dramen. We. This. Look, this is this is all very weird. Uh huh. And I'm just glad we found you three. But you're uh, you're here. Well, you here-ish. What? I mean, I'm not technically here. What's happening? Well, we, like I said, we've been looking for you for several weeks now, for like a month. And we couldn't find you. We could hear every time you asked us for help, we could hear you. But you were just so far away. And now I know why. You're, well, you're here. And Where's we can't really reach here very well. Where's here? It's, it's really complicated, Draman. And suffice it to say, this isn't our world. So we can't really get to you so well when you're over here. And I have no idea how this happened. It's not supposed to. You're supposed to be fighting skeletons or whatever. Which, by the way, that king didn't do anything mean to you. Uh, 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 it's, uh, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. A little disappointed. but Oh, I am crushed. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Anyway. We will try and find a way to get you back, okay? And everything uh, is going to be fine. But uh, it's going to take a little bit. And we'll, we'll try to help you out as much as we can. I can't. But we just, we don't have power here like we do at home. And hang in there. Oh, oh okay. All right. You, you going to be okay? You can get up, the, get up off of the floor. Definitely not. It's super cold. Not happening. Come on. I can't. And she like she's she she's grabbing at your shoulder and trying to like I, physically I, move you, you into a sitting position. You know I cannot get up. This is not. I I can't. Please. <laughs> Physical manifestation of a god. Well, first of all, yes, I can hear your thoughts. Second of all. <laughs> Not really a physical manifestation. I can't be, I can't leave where, I can't leave my, my domain. So technically what I did was I used my powers to make you go a very specific type of insane where you would have a hallucination where I say everything exactly like I'm saying it right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> just be safe, drone, okay? Because <laughs> we missed you and we want you to come home. <laughs> I'm severely worried for you. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I uh, I got your present, by the way. <laughs> so you'll you'll find that <laughs> when you wake up. What? And you wake up. And the hallway is glowing.
there is light in here coming from an object, a source. Well, I am... Are you going to make the shrine inside the wall? Reeling um, from that, and I definitely don't believe it actually happened, but I... Like uh, I said, <laughs> there is light at the foot of your bedroom. I look at whatever the light... What is the light coming from? A femur. <laughs> <laughs> I explode. <laughs> Is there's, it Cole's femur? There's a lit femur in front of me. It's a familiar one, too. Oh, a familiar It's the one that we cast light on. Fem- it's real familiar? <laughs> yes, it's real familiar. <laughs> I pick it up. Okay. What? You got your lit femur back. I bonk Freddy with a femur. <laughs> Freddy, you're woken up being bonked in the face with a femur. Again, Drawman? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Is there How more is light still on that thing? Bunk. <laughs> is it more of like, stop, please, stop. stop. Drummond, stop. Where did you get that? I thought you left it in the well. Bunk. I- <laughs> <laughs> Drummond, can you not speak anymore? You know, Rafiki. When he's- <laughs> Seth was like, asked him all those questions. and like, <laughs> That situation. Um... You are not going to believe where this came from. You're going to try to tell me? No, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> well, I know it wasn't here. Yeah. It was just here? Yeah. Where? We've been in this area for the past like day and a half, and right it wasn't over here. there, and I point to right at the edge of my bedroll. How did it get there? Mm-hmm. So you just woke up to a glowing femur yep. at the foot of your bed? Yes. And you decided to grab it. Yeah. All right. Did anything else weird happen? No. No? No. So you just woke up to a light, lit femur. Oh, yeah. Just chilling. This femur's lit, man. Did anybody bring it? I don't understand how it got here. Me either. (laughs) Weren't you supposed to be keeping watch? Yes, you were. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you fall asleep? You don't know that I was asleep. You just said you woke up to the femur at your feet. I... Bonk him with a fever. <laughs> Stop hitting me. <laughs> All right. I think we're done with that. So scene. I'm just going to hold on to the femur. Okay. Um, so I've got a hammer and a femur now. Okay. Time for a femur ring. Freddy, what are you doing during this time period? Since the past day has awoken some emotions that I thought were long past drowned out, um, I start scribbling away on... Just pieces of paper that I've had with me. Okay. Trying to just get all of the suppressed feelings and demons out, yeah. Okay. And right. um, bad poetry as well. Actually, I started what what was just like trying to get my thoughts together. Started writing about kind of like our adventure that we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. And trying to keep these two from killing each other. That is the real task. <laughs> Which, with which you succeed, however. The first three days pass, and you're, you're pretty cooped up in here, very bored. You're all tired of playing with the loaded dice and stacked decks that seem to issue forth endlessly from Thomas's pack. <laughs> but on the third day, in the evening, there is a great commotion. And while, let's say... Freddy is on watch, looking at the table, waiting for stuff to happen. He hears the great doors at the front of the hall get thrown open with a thunderous clatter. And he hears and feels the rumbling footsteps of an army of giants. And they flood into the hall. And they're talking, and they're joking, and they're pushing one another around. And at least three wrestling matches break out before they even get halfway across the hall. and. When you go to look out, all three of you look out off of the balcony, you see that an army of trolls has come and straightened the entire hall and made it tidy and shipshape and gotten the, the great fire in the middle to raise to a roaring height. And these giants begin to take over. And very quickly, food starts getting brought out. And you see these creatures... Uh, these animals, they look like the elephants 
told of in books and stories back in Eideron, except they're hairy all over and massive, multiple times the size of a horse. And whole ones of those are skewered, sometimes two at a time above the great bonfire. And oxen cooked like kebabs and food beyond what you had ever seen or known to exist and oceans of ale and other alcohols and fermented yak's milk and breads and eggs the size of, well, you, all laid out in great abundance for this massive, enormous host. And this isn't even the, you can tell, this is just the, the average dinner feeding of a frost giant Jarl's retinue. This isn't even the feast. And then once everyone has gotten seated and situated and, and they're eating and drinking uproariously, there stalks in one giant larger than all of the rest. And he trails behind him. In the air, you see it, it glitter as frost forms just by his passing. And he passes through and amongst all of his underlings and through the feasting hall and up the stairs and into the room by himself. And now you have some new neighbors. Some loud, loud, obnoxious neighbors downstairs. Well, dang. Okay, and that's day three. Is there any specific activity you want to take in nope. response to that? No, def I mean, definitely keep an eye on them and try and understand what is going on and if we can glean any information from that, from that gathering, though. And stay quieter. I'm going to start uh, mapping out the wallways. I won't get specifically into that. I'll just say that you know. And as you start doing that scouting, you notice that now that the giants have arrived and taken over their home, there are many more trolls just throughout the hall. And they seem to be the, the servants. They bring the food. They cook it. They serve. They clean up. They make the beds, etc., etc. And in the wallways themselves, as you scout them, there are more and more of those short, stocky, black-clad people. And you get a, on a number of occasions, you're sneaky enough to remain undetected while getting a much better look at them. And it looks like they're wearing this thick, black, heavy clothing. It doesn't look like leather. It's something woven, maybe. And... Uh, these odd-looking peaked caps, like cones, but with flaps that come down very far on either side of their faces, and they're wearing masks and goggles and gloves so that not a single piece of them is ever touching the air or the light or anything. And they roam the, the wallways in groups of twos or threes, and you can never quite tell what they're doing. Sometimes they carry tools and building materials. Sometimes they have nothing on them. Other times it looks like cleaning supplies. But they never come, thankfully, down to your end of the upper floor wallways. It's just dangerous out there now to wander. Is this femur that I have in my hand? It never goes out. Oh, it's okay. It never goes out. Cool. As the days pass, this seems to be the new routine that is settled into. Um, nothing crazy happens. It's just like being a mouse, you imagine, living in a busy and bustling tavern. And now there is food that you can steal. And now your scent is masked by that of the giants all around you. And your sounds are masked by the noises that they make all the time. So this time, it, it passes in a blur of just soul-crushing boredom and trying to stay away from all of the creatures that are now crisscrossing the floors and the rooms of this place all day, every day. And the room in front of you, the room with all those tables, the room with the map or the maps on the large slab, it attracts the, the biggest and the most well-equipped and the most imposing of all the frost giants. And while... There are dozens down below, clad in hide and leather and maybe even one or two in thick rings of giant chain mail. The ones up here all have a much higher quality of armor, thick plates of steel, and 
long, brutal-looking weapons, but of excellent construction. And, and up here, seriousness reigns. There is no quaffing of ale, and there is no eating of entire mammoths. This is where the planning goes on. The planning around the big table, where they're looking at maps, flipping back and forth between one and the other, looking at all the lands around them, and lands whose relation to this one you have no idea of. And over time, they set things on the tables, and they pick things up, and they disperse. They leaf through books, and the content of the tables changes again and again and again. And as you're watching them, you see that there is a hand axe that looks like the one that you're looking for. And there is a cloak that looks like the cloak that you saw in the songbird's vision. And then one day, when it's been about a week at this point, Draman, you see the box come. And it is set down on the table that you predicted it would be. And it is left there without any attention paid to it. It is almost discarded. It is just put out of the way. And over time, the hand axe is put next to it. And the cloak is taken off and laid over one empty corner of the table while the giants continue their discussions. And it looks the same way that it was in the vision? Yes. It is, to you guys, it would be a chest. Fair, not, not very high, but fairly broad, fairly wide, of a rich red wood bound in leather and bronze. And the quote-unquote hand axe would be like a great axe. It would be far beyond a great axe. You could pick it up and use it as a great axe if you were enlarged. A great, great, great axe. The granddaddy of axes. Granddaddy axe. So this hand axe would be probably as tall as you are. And its blade, uh, the axe bit, is the size of your chest. or Or even larger, really since it is curved and actually inlaid with a very nice geometric pattern of a serpent serpent entwined with itself and biting its own tail. Are the giants still in the room? You've noticed that they tend to talk into the deep hours of the night before retiring downstairs. And the ones who are up here are the giant who most appears to be the leader, the one who occupies the master bedroom. And the rest of them... They do not sleep passed out on the tables or in the chairs or on the benches that ring the walls downstairs, but they have, it looks like, rooms of their own as well. And they leave this place two, three in the morning and sleep until almost noon the following day. That is the habit that you see. We should go check out the chest as soon as they all retire. Yep. Yeah, once it's safe, for sure. I hope you're ready for the big heist, because that is coming out in just one week on Wednesday, the 7th of October. Until then, remember to find us on social media with the handle GoStronghold, and let us know what you think of the show. That's Facebook, Instagram, the other one, Twitter, that's what it is. Not to mention, we have a website as well. Other than that, I want to thank you as always for taking an hour to listen to the show. Anyway, we'll see you next week. You better be there. <laughs>